Hey Fadies, this is DM Brad, and you're listening to the recording from our second live show. Thanks for joining us. After the success of the first show, hosted by Scruffy Bunny at Courtney Creative as part of the 2019 New Zealand Fringe Festival, we were asked to do another one, and we said, heck yeah! So here it is. Uh, Just a heads up, we referenced the first show quite a lot in this one, so I recommend you listen to that before you dive into this. You don't have to, but it might help. Uh, Huge thanks to the awesome audience we had at the show, uh, and to our supporters over on Patreon. uh, Alex White Robinson, Person Who Wants to Stay Anonymous, Robert Baldino, Irene Cucci, Laura Christine Goodwin, James Blyseth, Sajay Hodgkins, Laura Douglas, Mel Ziegler, and Roger Afamata. We couldn't do this without you. And one last thing, uh, the recording settings were a little bit off this time, so it's not quite as crisp as the first show. Uh, We've done what we can to fix it up in post, but it's not perfect. Apologies in advance. Right, now here's Haydet to kick off the show. Hey everyone, it's me, Haydet, the god of knowledge. Thanks for coming to our second live show. The first one went so well, we thought we'd do it again. Were you at the first one? If you were, welcome back. If you weren't, welcome. It's awesome to have you here. Last time, our heroes, Marley, Banfor, Goose, and Latch were drugged, captured, and chained up in an underground nest of wetter folk. After escaping their chains, navigating the lair, and fighting everyone that stood in their way, they encountered the leader, a wetor, that's a centaur, but like, totally a wetter, named Pator Jackson. They defeated Lord Jackson, recovered their stolen belongings, and then crawled through a small tunnel to freedom. They stood on a ledge on the northern face of the Great Brugian Peaks, high above the city of Stonemoor. Banfor jumped. What an idiot! Now introduce the Lord Dungeon Master, Um, I'll, I'll need 
works as then for what? Uh, I had fun getting through security. Turns <laughs> <laughs> out nails look like a nail bomb. But hey, it's alright. <laughs> uh, I'm, 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 I'm the, the barbarian a uh, couple, couple of months a year later. Just having a good time with Merv, <laughs> uh, General Mayhem, and uh, Crochet. <laughs> That's. Slap. <laughs> we can't all have a song. Also, Harley's making it back here again. And to my immediate left is Adam Wright as Goose Drummond. Oh, I'll stop them on the floor. I still love the goose. Yeah, that's great. Obviously, a fan favourite already. I'm going to do the voice once I remember what the I did last time. Uh, if you weren't here, the goose is an ogre cleric. He's obsessed with the weather. He's a real loner. Um, very much a hermit life up until now. Um, and he's also discovered that Hessian is actually quite itchy. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> really cool. Uh, and just a quick shout out to Banfor, who drew a penis on my character sheet, uh, unbeknownst to me. So, pretty mature, mature stuff. It also, it also sees jizz. It's <laughs> <laughs> here around the name. So, thanks. Thank you for that. Uh, yeah, I should have mentioned at the top, uh, there might be a little bit of noise language uh, in the show. <laughs> <laughs> I apologise in advance for any that is to come, and I apologise retroactively for jizz. Um, <laughs> Which, out of context, is a great sentence. Uh, <laughs> cool. So, um, <laughs> we just had four thousand downloads today. Um, so, Thank you. Just for the win. Um, <laughs> Okay, so <clears throat> Marley Goose and their friend Latch Pambit, who uh, was played by Patch Lambert, the comedian, who couldn't make it today because he's sick. I'll write him out of the story very shortly and see how. Um, <laughs> <laughs> you are standing on a rocky outcropping high in the Bruges Mountains. The wind is cool, but the sky is clear, and you have an incredible panoramic view. The mountain on which you stand is snowless mostly consisting of bare rock and the occasional small patch of forest. And there appears to be a small lake about halfway down the mountain. So did you say it was snowless? Yes, it's a rocky mountain. Okay. I just wanted to make sure you were picturing a snowy mountain. Yeah. That's kind of what you're saying, though, isn't it? You can just assume it was snowy. Okay, that's fine. Right, I had assumed snow, and I thank you for clarifying. At least one person appreciates snow. <laughs> anyway, the grand <laughs> sprawling city of Stonewall is far, far below at the base of the mountain. The only sounds are the wind whistling by, the song of eagles somewhere in the area, and your friend Banfor Watt saying whatever he says when he falls a great distance. <laughs> this is bad, Bamboo, roll me 3d6. Ha! Falling damage. It's real. Well, I wasn't going to rage at all. I'm actually going to be quite a fun time. 
that's uh, 10. Okay, you take 10 falling damage as your body smacks into a ledge beneath the one you and the party were on. That's fair. Roll me a dexterity saving throw to hold on to the ledge and not continue falling. Uh, I'm looking, uh, looking right now, uh, mate, uh, at 12. That is luckily a success. You manage to grip onto this ledge as you're about to fall off and pull yourself up. You're now about 30 feet below your teammates. Delicious. Latch leans over and goes, Oh, you're weird! And he falls and dies. <laughs> Uh, a, a cleft 
and the rock. <laughs> Cliff was a fun word. Say it with me, Dean. Cliff. 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 Dirty. <laughs> <laughs> dirty. I like it. Um, and and pins it into the uh, in, into a, a cleft on the <laughs> uh, in in the rock face uh, with one of his many nails that at no point um, had been taken out of the line at the York Airport. Yeah. To ask questions. So you put a rock nailed onto the cliff next to you. Yep. Alright. <laughs> um, the, the ledge that you're on, it appears that you do have the option of uh, travelling to the uh, east, where there's like a dense forest, or travelling to the uh, west, which just looks like it's a long, narrow path going down the mountain. So this or there's a mountain, mountain is, is ripped. Basically, it's, it's ripped, but the audience is bigger. True to life, Banff will go to the dense forest. Okay. Wait. <laughs> so, do Marley and Goose do anything in reaction to seeing Rampo walk towards a forest? You can see from your vantage point. And I thought he was going to climb up a river! I'm panicking! I'm panicking! <laughs> Before Marley has the urge to shove him over the cliff, <laughs> she starts climbing down the road. Oh, Goose is left alone! Oh, I guess I'll just count! My own kiss. One. It's the character development that I like. Um, <laughs> so Banfield, you are walking away and you get, um, enter the edge of this forest and you can tell without even really paying much attention that this forest is Filled to the brim of wolves. <laughs> you can see the brim. They are stacked up three goddamn high. You can't move it for all the sides. It's like a jar of wolves. How much ego survives? A wolf only. I don't know. Uh, ben Ford quietly smiles to himself um, and pictures in his mind a lovely new coat. <laughs> While unshackling his axe and um, saying to himself, Oh, pancakes, which uh, summons magical shield because reasons. <laughs> um, as I'm following Bamp, would I know what direction that would be heading into, like world geography wise? Uh, you would know that it is east because you are standing on the wooden face looking out. Yes, and and right. would I know what is to the east? Uh, the, the kingdom of Skirik is to the east. I don't know. Yeah. Okay. It's the spirit from the east. Yeah. Scare. That's where the kebabs were from, right? That's where Scare and the is from. Yeah. This is just world building, which is not fun for an audience. Alright, Goose slips the last sort of five feet of the rope and lands with a mighty thud. Ow! That wolf looks like it's hungry! Oh, it's brimming with wolves! <laughs> okay, uh, at that cue, at least a hundred wolves just barrel out the woods straight at all of you. Am I the only one ever fucking reaction? Uh, uh continues uh, his uh, quiet, knowing smile, um, and if he had one, he'd be a little bit aroused, unfortunately. Uh, due to previous events, uh, Banfort is uh, smooth in the mirrors, 
so to speak. Why I'm building the character in this fashion and why I've gone down this uh, personal tangent of extreme sexuality, I'm not sure. Uh, but it's really hard to pull back from team, so um, <laughs> if, you, if you're all good with just going with it for a bit, I'll get it out of my system uh, and we can continue with the show. Big thumbs up from Front Row, Sebastian. Counter Charge at Sid Wolves. Goose, Goose in the meantime, <laughs> pulls out his great club in that, you know that scene where Jon Snow's kind of like drawing the sword up and waiting? Yeah. Except he's visibly shaking. <laughs> <laughs> um, right, I will get the three of you to roll constitution saves against being afraid of being an entire pack of wolves. Therefore, you have advantage because you've just stated that you want to fight them. Good. <laughs> That's a four. Okay, Marley, you have quite severe misgivings, but you, you are willing to stand and fight with your friend. Yeah. Goose, you want to get the hell out of there. And Banfor, yeah, you just continue your path as a hundred wolves. <laughs> <laughs> I love knowing that this entire thing is contrived so that we go the other way. Fuck it, wolf fans, 2K19, Goose, what do you do in response to your absolute fear? Uh, I went myself. And then I kind of, like, I'm shaking with the great club, and then I have second thoughts, and I turn around and run and hide behind the nearest rock. Okay. <laughs> That's fine. Um, I will roll on behalf of a hundred wolves doing something to you, because I don't know how to do this fight. <laughs> <laughs> uh, they just roll a... Twenty-four... <laughs> to... I'm just going to say, attack the living shit out of you. <laughs> With claws and... Did we, did, we, did we roll for order or did they do that first? We're not doing that. <laughs> this is not a fight, this is a death. So, <laughs> that's the show, folks. <laughs> so I'm going to go ahead and... I, I'm making shit up at this point because I did not think you would actually fight these things. I didn't really. Have you met me? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's pretty much how I like it. So Banfor, the first wave hits you, and you take uh, 24 piercing damage from various bites. That's a lot of that. And a lot of them just pile, like, pile past you towards them. Uh, oh, just real quick, can you make you 42 minus 24? I can't. 18? Thank you. And Molly would do her instant usual reaction when something terrifying is coming towards her. I love where this is going. Yeah. So she would bust out with, Don't you ever say I just walk away, I will always defend you. I won't run today, don't hear what you say, I haven't really thought this through. I came with a thunder wave, I just closed my eyes and rolled. Please don't let me roll and shed, or let them roll good, it's scary. The walls roll in that one dick safe. Oh. I, I give up this game. Um, <laughs> why am I here? Uh, uh, Jules, describe the way a hundred walls fly off the skeleton. Faithful, <laughs> um, can you please roll me a dick safe for you to not be amongst them? <laughs> He prepared and he hit the deck, he knew what was coming. The wolves did not. The sky below you darkens. <laughs> <laughs> as a I don't know how to do that, that really like hard 
cartoon you kind of look where they get like like that look where they look down and oh, look like oh, yeah, and then they fall, yeah. you know? Like, <laughs> Sometimes it narrows to approximately 15, but it never gets any wider than that. Um, after it's from 5 to 15. <laughs> it narrows to 5. Yeah, that's as narrow as it gets. Sure. You should say it's there. Hands up if you think Brad is wrong. Hands up if you think Brad is right. Jesus, do you not hear I appreciate you. Um, okay, so after a fair few hours of just uneventful walking, um, this so you, line. You, <laughs> <laughs> right, let's do it live. Let's this IRL. Um, Approximately 15 feet wide at the night. Um, what do you do? I mean, it's only 5 feet wide, so it's not really <laughs> 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 I immediately try and get my great one. Walk over And then remember that that's not going to work, so I scratch my head. Uh, so from behind, um, steady on. Uh, <laughs> you hear a pounding of. <laughs> Yeah. We're going to hear people, okay? Again, all for equality? I have no further comments on the subject. Um, as as Banfor picks up steam um, and clearly attempts quite the jump while holding a rope because teamwork. Okay, um, Ron. Attached to nothing in the other way. I think so. And then that's that rope was on a cliff place. Yeah, I'm just jumping with a rope because Rob's Rock me and it lifts The DC is 10. Oh, it's an so. <laughs> Not only do you just fly over this chasm, you also land on the other side in a flip, putting the rope into 
uh, like a little uh, hole in the rock, <laughs> fixing it like a cliff. <laughs> As you flip over, all in one maneuver, land on your feet in a cool superhero pose, and you get a one-liner of... I'm still bleeding quite badly. <laughs> Oh, you can see me. Oh, yeah. Okay. <laughs> that's that's uh, I'll help you a little bit. Yeah, so I'm obviously going to yeah. go over the rope. Okay, so you're just going to hold one end of the rope? I'm just going to do that, like that, yeah, like, yeah. I'll fix it and turn it into a tight rope? Yeah. Okay. But no, I'm not going to walk it. That's crazy to walk. I'm going to do that thing where you go underneath, like a spider monkey, where you wrap your legs around the rope and then you just do that. Okay, roll me an acrobatics shift, I guess. Okay. Look at that. You do that and you do it really well. I should have learned to look at the walls. You made like baby puppies Seeing how easily you guys have uh, surmounted this fifty foot gap, I'm going to take a massive run up to jump over in the same manner. Oh god. Yeah. <laughs> fifteen feet isn't actually that big a deal for a long jump. It's really not. Have you ever done fifteen feet? <laughs> <laughs> Outside of your mind? <laughs> oh, now we're talking this. Now we're talking crazy. What's that? Five meters, eh? That's a team. Five meters. You make it. Woo! Yay. Do you think it's cool to finish it as bad? No, because the thing you land on the other side, your feet hit the very edge, and you do the. Uh, uh, uh. I'm okay. <laughs> cool. <laughs> and then a wolf pulls you down and you die. <laughs> no, that doesn't happen. So you uh, you have solved my uh, gap puzzle. Um, <laughs> it was a tough one. <laughs> <laughs> um, you continue down uh, this path and it, it ranges from five to fifteen feet at times. Um, and you. Uh, the, the, a fair few hours pass, the sun starts to lower on the horizon, uh, you get the feeling that night isn't that far away. Um, you come to a point where it flattens out and there's a switch back to either um, stop where you are on this flat or turn back and continue downward. Uh, but on this flat there is a cave or sort of a hole in the wall that you ascertain might be a cave. What do you do? Let's go in the cave! Let's go in the cave! Well they're done caves mate. Why don't we get a bit of diversity for a quote unquote audience? So I'm very anti diversity. Oh, just by the way, Chris Trump is a bigot. So, just really, just hold on, folks. It's going to get dark. In the cave, because he's. Yeah. Alright. After that statement, he's definitely coming in first. Goose pulls out his, his quick love, ranges between 5 and 15 feet. <laughs> And kind of like, <laughs> and kind of we like, should go to a hospital. <laughs> That's not normal. <laughs> and walks into the cave confidently. Okay. The first time with life or something confident. Okay. Um, yeah. In the cave, it is dark and damp, as you can mm. guess a cave would be. Um, it is just big enough for you to walk through, not very comfortably, but you don't have to squish and squeeze and crawl or anything like that. Um, it looks like it goes straight into the rock. For just a couple of minutes, do you just continue? I just I just continue along. I start like tapping my great club on the walls. Okay, so you're just making a bit of a rack, just like that. Tapping. 
you hear in your head uh, a voice that sounds remarkably like Marlene's, which just says, is, is it right? Is everybody in there? It seems good. Come in. <laughs> the water's fine. <laughs> <laughs> it's dark and moist and not particularly comfortable. <laughs> Um, you hear a sort of like like very small chitterings of the sound coming from deeper into the cave. Chitterings, chatterings. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, so it's a chatterings. Yeah, just sort of insectoid scuffling. Boomy type of sounds. Okay. Uh, well, Molly's already walking in. Nice. Uh, coming <laughs> with, and it will just listen to the podcast. He also had on a lot of falling rocks, which he's uh, panting and grimbling um, as he goes. Okay. Um, you come to a point where uh, the path continues straight into the mountain or can diverge to the right. What do you do? So I'm in the front? Yep. Okay. I go to the right and I yell back. Take the floor! To the right! Cool. Okay, walk okay. to the right while Bamboo continues to bleed profusely. And I'm still. <laughs> okay, I, I, I do turn around to Bamboo and I say to him, In your life, there's been heartache and pain, and I don't know if you can face it again. We can't stop now, we've traveled so far, save the world of Isaac. Can I do that? Yeah. Cool. <laughs> 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 you think you're sounding around Scooping up things from these sacks. Yeah, it's okay, there's a whole lot of coins and some different gems and things of various types. <coughs> Great, I start, I don't have any pockets, but I, um, I take this kind of, let's just call this a ceremonial sash, and I start kind of um, pouring coins into my sash. Sounds like every church, so that's good. <laughs> <laughs> um, sure. Marty, Marty and are you in this room? Have you stumbled upon him? Uh, we have stumbled upon uh, this, this lecherous uh, thing. Lecherous? I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> what are all of your passive perceptions? <coughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> Nine. Yeah. Okay. Um, Marley and Goose, you hear that chittering sound getting closer. Banfor, you do not. Right. Can I, at this point, can I cast Speak with Animals? Yeah. You okay. just cast that on yourself because you have the ability to speak with animals for 10 minutes. Okay. Because I think that the chittering is coming from some sort of creatures, I kind of whisper out, Hello? Is anything there? You hear a voice coming back. Um, so to, to the other two, that, that just sound, to the other two, that just sounds like random click, clicking noises. So, what does that sound like? Right into the microphone, if you would. 
So that's fun. Um, uh, yes. What's it? I don't know, man. <laughs> what's two plus two plus three? Five. <laughs> seven. 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 Who did good? It's good. Um, so that's eight plus fourteen, uh, which is twenty-two. Yes. Look at that. Nice. Uh, sorry, I'm doing twenty-two damage. Nice. You do this two. 
They just take damage. Yeah. <laughs> These spikes come up out of the floor and the spider dies. Describe that. The spikes come out of the floor and go into the spider at various points and it kind of hisses and kind of like a pus squirts out as the spider's kind of mushed into the roof of this, this cabin. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the three of you roll a deck save to not get spider ooze on you. Which is just gross. Uh, six. <laughs> yeah. Nineteen. Yeah, you two are fine. Uh, Goose, you get, you get splattered with spider fingers. Alright, I take my hand up. <laughs> and splat it down on the floor and say, Fuck you, Westor! Bamford, <laughs> uh, and looking like he's helping clean you off, is, is just having a little nibble. <laughs> oh, <laughs> oh, 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 oh. Like, how would you stop me? By not being lucky. <laughs> <laughs> oh look, it's it's from a place of like teamwork. Consent is important. Yeah, but there's literally no follow up to that. But I can handle that. Can I, I, I let your spiders know? Okay. I'm still coming. <laughs> Thank you for asking first. Um, cool. Uh, do you do anything in this cave? I go back to the treasure. Okay, you collect back the treasure. Yeah. I go back and put some I'm, treasure I'm in my sack. Watching him put the treasure in the sack, being like, "Guys, feel feel boots." This is a common phrase I like to use. Take some treasure. So, like, Marley starts filling her boots. 
when the water pressure kicks over. Uh, Stan Porter's mutilating the corpse of the spider. <laughs> just for fun. Do you say the armor covered in severed hands? Yes. Is it cut yeah. off of various enemies? Do you cover it in like spider like. I think it's just that I also had their faces stretched over my shield. <laughs> I could put a couple of faces. <laughs> <places, laughs> so that, that was always good. But you know, we're in Before the mice came Yeah, before the mice moved in. Because of all the rotting flesh. <laughs> That'll happen. Yeah. Uh, podcast is real dark, team. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, it's like two or three handfuls and then I start walking back past the spider. Okay. Uh, Banfor has a reliever of all its eyes and is just sort of generally mushing it. Great, you have a spider eye here. Poke, 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 poke. Yeah. Awesome. Uh, okay, so I'll say you leave the cave and you go back uh, outside and the sun has gone down uh, quite a bit more and you can tell night time is very close. It might be wise to camp sometime in the next hour or so. You can go back up the mountain where you come, or go down the mountain. Fuck that, we're not going back up. So, I guess we continue down, because I'm not camping on the ledge. Yeah, let's yeah. continue down the mountain. Yeah. continue down the mountain. Okay. Yeah, generally. Right, you continue down the mountain. Uh, roughly an hour passes, and the sun is almost gone now. Um, it is uh, quite dark, but there's still just enough light by which to see, and you come across the shore of a lake. Uh, sitting on the edge of the lake is a young woman, who appears to be entirely by herself, and she is fishing. Don't look at me. <laughs> <laughs> what a beautiful sunset! I kill her. <laughs> <laughs> Immediate murder. Therefore, <laughs> um, approaches the young woman, uh, trying to look unthreatening. She turns and sees you coming, and you are not unthreatening in the slightest. <laughs> I'm unfortunately covered with blood puffs and hands. Herself, like towards the shore, and she keeps looking backwards to the shore as if something is going to like save her. And I pop out from around Banfall, like I've stood from walking behind him, and I'm like, um, hi, hi, sorry, hi, not my name. Uh-huh. Everybody needs a tank. And <laughs> who, who are you? What, what are you doing up on this mountain so late in the evening? Oh, I'm uh, sorry, um, kidnapped, involved woman calls. Anyway, it's a long story. Um, where, where exactly are we? Well, we're on the Bougie Peaks. I mean, you can see the city of Stonewall just below us. Right. You, where, where, and she looks up the mountain and like, where, where have you just come from? Wait, in the mountain? In. Have you noticed the rain of wolves? <laughs> <laughs> I saw yeah, something very strange uh, earlier in the day. Basically. Yeah, it was genocide. <laughs> <laughs> Should I be afraid of you right now? I'm quite Oh, not right now. No, no, not right, right now. now. Not right now. We're quite tired. I have some treasure. Well, it, it's Kenway. So, um, how rude of me. My name's Laura. Um, she holds out her hand to shake Marley. That's so rude. Maybe you've heard of me? I can't say I have. Or Crack Cider? I've heard of Crack Cider. Oh, yeah, well, that was. That was my family. I'm sure you said that. Yeah, they had a talk to her, so you know. Um, and, and you were a that's quite fascinating. Hey, my name's Ruth Robbins, hello! And I reach into my sash and I pull out a single gold coin and say, This is to our friendship! And Bethel goes, I don't think she's a whore. It's me that I've had! This would be a weird thing to work with. I would never! My sash is more here, and it's like, Hey, it's like... 
sorry. Um, I'm not a whore. I thought I'd just clear that part up. Well, I didn't mean it as a whore thing. I just well, you did it. I just want to know why are you so sweet in Just leave it on the nonsense. Well, we're going to be able to use it. Yeah, it's really sure. It doesn't look like a whore. Therefore, Anne goes to have one to have this conversation. Um, so this is woman Laura. She's wearing a uh, like a brown uh, coat, uh, leather cloak. It looks like it, uh, it's it's built for warmth. Um, she's got a sable fedora like uh, Indiana Jones. And all, <laughs> oh, all she has with her is a fishing rod that appears to be just like a thin rod with a stick and some kind of rod type mechanism that looks possibly magic. Okay. Do you live nearby? Oh no, no I live down in, in the city most days. But I, I come up here a lot to, to, to fish and spend time with my friend's side. Do you have any fish? Well, normally, this is why I come to this side of the lake, is normally the fishing here is fantastic, but today, no duck. Oh, no. <laughs> no fish. Who's side? Oh, side's my friend, he's a shark. Uh, <laughs> a what? Roll a nature check. All of us? All of you. Oh, anyone who heard me Oh, we're up here. Yeah, right. Real bad. Oh, there you go. Okay, you have no idea what a shuck is. If you overheard me say shuck. You, a shuck? Yeah, you know what a shuck is. It is a shark buck. Which <laughs> <laughs> is essentially a great white shark with uh, brown and green and grey uh, duck feathers, like a mallard, mm. and with duck feet. <laughs> and you know that they, they can communicate with people telepathically. You know that you put a series of words together and technically it's a description. <laughs> what the fuck? <laughs> I think that was one of the Well, we are appropriate. So, so like a sharp body. Like a shark with legs. It's a shark with duck feathers and wings and duck legs. But these guys don't That makes no more sense than any time you've seen it before. <laughs> <laughs> Does it have a beak? No, it's, it's a shark. I need fan art. That's what I need. I need fan art. Fan art of the drawer. That would be amazing. Alright, so Brad obviously takes a whole head full of ass and he's really No, 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 magic. <laughs> right? No. Good, yeah. I think he's put his two favourite animals together. Ooh, a shark. Oh, a shark. Oh, a shark. Oh, a shark. Yeah. So I'm not like a Oh, a shark. Because I have gills? You don't know any of this. Because I have gills? Well, I've seen gills. It's like, a, like two gills. Where? On its gills. I know. I I put up I put up the giant medallion key thing that I have and I put it in here and I open the door and I yell into it. Is a shot real right Seriously. I was hoping are you fucking with me right now? And then just close the door again and put the key back. I was hoping you would use your dimension locker because you haven't used it in a long, long time. Um you if um, they have a magic item in the possession called a dimension locker, which opens up a, uh, it's basically a giant key that opens a hole in reality to a dimension that they share with the god of knowledge. And he can tell them things like an answering machine. Yeah. Um, we leave a message yeah. to him and he gets back to us. They haven't, checked it. they haven't checked it in a very long time. So as soon as she opens it, she gets, hey guys, just a heads up, you're heading towards the fire giant here right now. There's a big cabin with a fire giant in it. His name's Gad and he's a big scary guy. You should yeah. probably stop and play a different route or something. And then Moe says, Hey guys, it's me again. Hey, there's God knowledge and all that. Wow, you defeated Gad. I didn't think you'd survive that. 
Anyway, don't go to Kieran. There's a whole army of ogres, Galhounds, Trolls, and Grimlocks sitting there right now. Well, yeah. Hi. <laughs> right. So you went to Kieran. Would it kill you to check your messages? Just the right one. Just the You know that these giants are pissed about that. They're going to call a meeting with everyone to uh, rile them up. There's a good chance they're going to be un- uh, unleashed on Brust in full force. Whoopsie daisy. Okay, I see you're willingly getting carried into the lair to meet Strackon. Really, guys? <laughs> this is like watching a TV show. You're <laughs> when the characters do something dumb. Oh, wait. You don't know what TV is yet. Never mind. You made a deal with Beatimus, and Trestlespoon's brother made a deal with Chekrish? Come on. You know I'm still here, right? <laughs> God of knowledge at your disposal. <laughs> Honestly, you mortals are frustrating. Okay, sorry about that last one. That's on me. I'm dealing with some things right now. <laughs> so, Pertain, do you guys remember my Al Pertain? Anyway, Pertain is being difficult and my patience is wearing thin. I see you've just obliterated an entire population of ogres and fire giants. I'm not sure I can condone that, but you definitely saved a lot of innocent lives doing it. Um, please talk to me real soon. <laughs> oh, I've forgotten about that little. Those things have been dormant for centuries. I wonder when they woke up. Hmm, I should probably inspire somebody to go and deal with those eggs you left behind. Oh, a hundred puppy wolves just died. <laughs> That's new. And then we can speak. All of that comes back on. So, so Mali and her plans to ask about the show uh, are now feeling very sheepish uh, as she realises that the god of knowledge is not just an encyclopedia for her fun. No, he's, uh, a, pissy, he's a pissy little bitch. <laughs> <laughs> hey, hey, uh, <clears throat> Maybe we should talk to Haydate more often then. What's um, oh. <laughs> Laura doing while I've just opened a hole in the middle of that? She, oh, like, she, she keeps looking back at the lake again as if something's there to like help her. Possibly the sign shot she's talked about. Sure. But then she she is quite fascinated. Like, oh, I hear it. Sign shot. Like cider. Uh-huh. No, <laughs> no. <laughs> Actually, uh, it's, it's named Sai after one of our Patreon donors, Sai J. Hodgkins. Oh. <laughs> but also, my thing is fun. Also, a Pokemon reference, too. Cool. So, you then see, coming towards you, out of the lake, a shark fin. And it barrels straight at the shore like a bullet. And then the nose of a shark pops up out of the water, followed by the rest of the body of a shark with duck legs. And <laughs> How does it I want to... It's very poorly. Yeah, <laughs> okay. I want to just sort of put something on its nose and see if that tips it. <laughs> Before you can do that, it turns to you um, and says, um, What? It says? It says, in your mind, Hey guys, uh, how's it going? Hi, Sai. Hey, uh, you're cool. Oh, uh, I, uh, I ate about three of you guys two days ago. I'm really sorry that this is awkward. Oh, these things happen. It's okay. That's uh, so alright. You want a big spider, right? Yeah, awesome. Toss it, toss it this way. Bamford punts the spider right to the side. Sai's going to roll a deck save to catch it. He does not. Yeah. <laughs> he, he spins his head and falls over on his face. He's very hard. He's like, oh, I, I guess you guys have never seen uh, what I do before. I, I, I get it. Ha ha, get your laps out of there. Are you in the mirror? Yeah. <laughs> so I specifically said when you make your character for me, give him an American accent, because I'm like, I'm a, I'm a human. What's up, Hello. <laughs> anyway, uh, so has Laura told you her, her problem today? She has a problem other than... 
is a problem every day. Oh, yeah. So, yeah I, was, I was getting to that, and then we got to the, the whole key with a gold thing, and you were talking about, sorry, things are getting a bit crazy, and we need to get... Yeah, yeah. Um, Fair. I closed uh, the door, because I don't really need to know about a cider. Yeah. Cider <laughs> anymore. The hate is the most confusing <laughs> message anyone's ever received. <laughs> <laughs> it's a pocket dial somehow? <laughs> We just look at oh god. You just hear him talking. You hear him having an argument with pretending as hell. Um, uh, yeah, and Laura says, yeah, so, um, anyway, I've been out here all day. I haven't caught a single fish. And I thought, you know, as, as you came along, the first thing I thought was, well, maybe if you can help me catch some fish, so I can give you a ride to the other side of the lake, you can continue your journey. Wouldn't, wouldn't sort of a, like a sharp like creature be ideal for catching fish? Yeah, normally I do I do some for this, but he is no luck today. Draw the blank. Yeah, I don't know what's going on today. And we've seen fish, and we know that there are fish. I've seen a few down the bottom. Right, cool. I can kind of scare him up for you, but you know, if you can catch him. Alright, well do you need them alive? Well it makes it easier for you. Oh, 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 side, side. You you scare up the fish, and then I'll convince them ashore. <laughs> I was just Speak with animals. No. Oh, you go. You know, I'm sure that you fish live in the water, probably not easily convinced to come out <laughs> of the water. I'm very It's been a really long day. I'm willing to give anything to try. Okay, so guys, we are now going to have a skill challenge where all of you need to catch at least one fish to continue. Okay. Easy, easy, piece of this. There is no price for failure, except you'll just keep doing it, keep failing until you eventually don't fail anymore. Right. And the audience leaves. <laughs> <laughs> For um, some reason, there are two. Is that the side people clean a fish? Don't think about it. Don't think about it. There are two ways you can look at skill challenges. Either you can look at your own abilities that you're good at and then help our shoehorn that into a way to do this, or you can think of narratively what my character do, then look at your sheet and go, right, how can I? Sort of make that fit a skill. Okay. So, uh, whoever wants to go first can uh, have a go catching some fish. Yeah, let's have me at it. Yeah, the goose is ready. What are you going to do? I'm going to cast Animal Friendship. Yeah. <laughs> okay, so Sai goes into the water and he's gone for like a, a 30 to 40 seconds. Um, and the water starts to like um, get really rough on the surface. And then coming towards you, you see um, signs of a school of fish. Okay. Good. I'm going to put my mouth in the water. <laughs> and, and then I'm going to sort of say, which sounds a lot like, hey, come here, I'll give you a tickle. <laughs> um, the creature needs to have an intelligence of four or higher. It's a fish, it's not a fish. Um, oh wait, oh no, it, the spell fails if it has four or higher, it does not. Otherwise, the beast must succeed a wisdom saving throw against your. How wise is it? That you must be getting destroyed. Yeah. You would have had a cat by now and put it out nets. They would have 18, they're not convinced enough to be your friends. They're just who else wants to try and catch me? <laughs> is, is this what he looks like? <laughs> that, that is science. Yes. So that makes sense. That's fine. As long as it makes sense. <laughs> I get a beer. <laughs> <laughs> also me. Uh, so Molly pulls out her saxophone, sits down next to her, like cross-legged, 
and starts playing a beautiful, like, slow, sad song or whatever for at least a minute because she's oh, trying to pass the phone. Yeah. 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 That's going on with that. 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 That's going listened to me and became my bitches just sort of flop out of the water in front of me and I just grabbed them and just give them all five could all be not shared? You all need to catch this one. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> she's just showing you up. Yeah, totally. Uh, bad for uh, has very little fish related skills um, because usually the murder comes after the catching. Uh, so he's going to intimidate these fish. Banfor <laughs> uh, sort of lies down on the shoreline and uh, puts his head underwater and then just shouts, Fucking get here! <laughs> Come here! I'll punch you in the gills or something. I'm trying to Why do you wait out in the water? And no, he puts his head under it. No, he puts his head under water and he has a shout. Since you have no magical means of letting them um, understand you, I'm going to get you to do this with double disadvantage because it's so strong. Three guys and take the lowest. Yes. Fantastic. This is mental. Oh. Eight? No. (laughs) (laughs) The fish swim circles around your head and then leave. That makes sense. Goose, we try and catch it? Yes, uh, since the first one's been fired. I'm gonna, I'm gonna kind of wade in gently. Are there any fish remaining after this fucking. Yeah, uh, Sai is working actively to keep a school yeah, near okay. the shore. Alright, I kind of wade in, and I have quite a bit of animal handling, so I'm just gonna try and. Uh, handle them. <laughs> I'm gonna try and under-reverse my grape club. Which many people won't notice, but I've sharpened the knee into a kind of a spear like point. How long is the great one? It's between five and six feet. Is it five feet? So I see one about, uh, about 12 feet away. So, <laughs> you know, either hit it or don't. Yeah. <laughs> so I'm going to try and, I'm try and like, stab a fish with the end of my great club. Yeah, roll this is the worst I've ever This is more athletics than animal handling. Okay, cool. You try and jab it, but it gets stuck in a cliff. <laughs> 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 damn cliffs are cropping up so often. <laughs> I'm going to lower the difficulty to seven, so we can do this. Banfor, using his constitution, say, um, <laughs> attempts to drink a fish into his mouth. <laughs> 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 I'm just really having a fucking go away. <laughs> just that. I love this. I'm going to allow it. Oh, yeah, mother trickers. Uh, that's a 23. Put it around and the damn one. Just like last time when Goose 
casts create water in the boss's mouth <laughs> and for a refreshing drink. You, you emulate this by gulping litres of water yeah. and you just happen to get a fish along the way. Yeah, incidental success. So has it stopped before he swallows it? That's what I want to know. Oh, I never stopped before I swallowed it. <laughs> <laughs> I want to be... 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 I want Do we have to wrap up by 4.30? <laughs> <laughs> what, 5? 30? 5.30. Oh, 5.30, I mean. Yes. Okay. Always wrap up, so you never know who. <laughs> <laughs> um, <laughs> we're back to it. For the sake of getting things done, you do not swallow the fish. You turn around, you spit it onto the shore. Laura is stoked. Goose, catch a fish. Okay, Goose tries to catch a fish with his bare hands. Let's do it. That is a four. <laughs> That's, no, 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 plus three. What is that? Six. Six. No, animal handling. Okay. Animal handling. Yeah. Eight. Woo! Successfully catch a fish. Boom! Woo! Laura looks at this bounty of five fish, I mean two fish, uh, and says, thank, thank, you, two thank you so much. In, in just a few minutes, you've managed to do what I could do all day. It seems uh, sort of very, very odd, doesn't it, that we succeeded with those methods, you know, in spite of you, with a fishing rod and a shark. Well, to be fair, <laughs> have you tried to be fair she hasn't actually got anything on the end of the fishing rod. Yeah. You might want to try baking it stuff. Also, maybe do your own fucking work. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, I'm sure, like, oh me, oh my, I hope some strapping young baby comes along to help me. Thanks for fish slamming that to me. She says, well, it's, it's, it's getting late. Um, I'm going to set up camp. Hey, would you like to camp with me and, and go back with Sai in the morning, or would you like to go back now? I don't wish. Well, I, think, I assume you're heading towards the city. Yeah, I think, I think we should probably keep moving, shouldn't we? Like, mm, mm, okay. we, we? We do have places to be and, and important missions that we're on. So. Uh, Banfall has already fallen this week. <laughs> <laughs> I even nudged Banfall with my great pup. Not the uh, spike. Banfall, while still asleep, pulls out a knife and points it at you. <laughs> I, I put it correctly. <laughs> <laughs> Turns out it was an average pup. <laughs> It's not even like we've cast many spells while I've like, been in many fights. So. It, it looks like your, your bleeding friend just made the decision for you. Yeah, that guy's, that guy's gone. I think I'll do a spot of recreational fishing since I seem to have a gift. <laughs> Laura starts setting up a tent a little bit away from the shoreline. And uh, Sire just says, Well, you know, good night, guys. I'm just going to go where I go. And it just goes under the surface. Where do you go? <laughs> How do you get there? <laughs> what are you? He has fatal This fading telepathic voice in the back of your head goes, You'll never know. <laughs> <laughs> a lot makes an error. Well, I guess if that's the decision, Marley sets up her tent and firmly closes it, not encouraging anybody to come in with her. <laughs> you rolled a, a one, a net one to do what? I was just playing with my dice. Before that. That's my fishing. It's not going well. Yeah, I'm going to say that you get the same The fish catch you. You fall in. Nice in America. You fall in and Sai rushes up to you thinking you're brave and sees you go, aww, and turns back. I'm sorry. I almost had four. Okay, so we're going to say. 
I want to kind of speak with animals and yeah. make this shuck do like a big buck. buck you can already speak with them. Yeah, yeah. But isn't everyone going to hit? Oh, but then he's reading our thoughts passively. Yeah. That's concerning. <laughs> 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 all right, I I, I message all the time. <laughs> yeah, but I'm drunk always. <laughs> okay, okay, fuck it. In the interests of uh, don't, aggression, don't, it's a I great just uh, I just try and kind of like lever myself up like a kid on a horse. Roll. <laughs> Did he? You do it. Come on. Beautiful makes Chuck a real fast. Where do we go? Okay, you go to the opposite <laughs> shore. You zip along, and he says, "All right, get the fuck off. I'm going. I'm tired." And he goes, <laughs> 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 because, uh, he just disappears. And Laura says, uh, "Stops and says, bye, bye. Uh, I'll talk to you again. And you're not so much of a hurry to." Drop off some people who are putting on a show. Um, <laughs> and then she stays at the shore. She doesn't continue with you, so she's not a liability moving forward. Right. And we have to go the mountain for a fair few hours. Uh, we, the sun gets high in the sky. You reach a fork where you can either continue down one way towards what looks like the city wall of Stonewall, or you can uh, go to the right, which looks like you might end up somewhere behind uh, some kind of castle or royal keep within Stonewall. We're, we're going to the royal keep because we need to talk to the queen, don't we? Oh no, wait, that's not right. That is the right place. I am thinking of the right thing. You've got, you've got two, two missions to do while you're in the city. Oh, you walk with that? One's a diplomatic mission to talk to the former queen, and one is deliver the, uh, the uh, heart of death to the, uh, the, the kindreds. Yeah. That sounds cool as fuck. Yeah, but we probably should go to the queen. queen. Kill the queen, did you just say kill the queen? Oh, what? No, nothing. <laughs> <laughs> Go shave the queen. Yeah. Go shave the queen. Don't shave her. Don't shave her. Okay. Yeah, no, we've got to go save the queen. So, yeah, Royal Pit, that makes sense to Marley. She would probably just start walking that way. Uh, but we'll follow Marley because he never has a better idea than Marley has. Good solo fan. Okay. That's your right hand. Continue along the mountain path. Um, it, is, it flattens out, which is quite nice on your calves after the long walk. It's just, well, would you? Um, you pass through a few forests here and there as you continue relatively, uh, relatively uneventfully, apart from uh, hearing the old signs of, of birds and wildlife somewhere nearby. The basic forest. Don't make themselves see you, exactly, i.e., it's a forest. Um, the, after a while, you begin to see footprints and other signs of recent passage. Um, roll me a survival or investigation check, whichever you prefer. Forty. No investigation. Uh, yeah, not good. Um, uh, nine. Sorry. Eleven. Eleven. Okay, Bruce, you notice um, that it appears to be um, a, uh, the footprints from a singular humanoid creature, uh, barefoot, it looks like, and it goes off the path and into the trees. Okay, I motion to the others, uh, shh, but then tell them to follow me, and I start creeping through the undergrowth following the path. Okay. I shush. Oh, yeah. <laughs> nice also Weirdly, because it's not like this guy's really like one of my trust at all. But oh, if someone says to you shh and then walks it away, you just kind of do. I turn back and kind of give a reassuring 
After going quite deep into the tree line, you eventually come across a hundred wolves. Dead wolves. The fur market has been overinflated in a huge way. Uh, and there's a confused hunter going, whoa, where did this one come from? Um, and you see the crumpled body of your friend Latch. Um, <laughs> Remember him? He has diarrhea, so Latch! Latch! And I get my great cup and I kind of gingerly uh, poke him, but his heat kind of rips <laughs> <laughs> off. Uh, okay, this, this happens, this is canon. Um, you nudge his body and you see that um, he is act- when you move his body, it actually. Um, Disturbs some leaves and branches that have been placed against the rock face and revealing what looks like a non natural uh, hole in the wall. Okay. <laughs> this, is, this is a carved hole in the wall. So we can see. Carved. <laughs> yeah, you can see footprints going in up and yeah, you reveal would after you, you move his body and the. Uh, would you say that this is dribbling in the forest but over and over? No. Uh, Bamboo begins to mutilate his body, uh, taking his hands and face. So, former ally, Lech, Pampas, and. I mean, for like half an hour, I, I mean, this is fine. Yeah. Uh, he had not expected to do anything to me. Um, he, has, he has really big horns because he's a tiefling. I don't know why I just mind horns. Bamboo snaps those off um, <laughs> and, uh, spat, and sticks them onto the show of spikes. Molly's carrying a gun all the time because it does seem weird. Obviously. Cave. Okay, yeah. Okay. It um it, it goes deep into the cave and it looks like it uh, turns quite quickly. So after about maybe 40, 50 feet, five to fifteen feet, forty to fifty feet. Uh, it turns towards the cave or uh, it, it takes a hard left turn. It looks like it might turn back on itself. Like a chicane. Like a chicane. Like a U-turn. How many more cinnamons can we do? <laughs> a dog leg. Or a baby wolf leg. Especially the way, kind of gets quieter and quieter, and then crashes down and tries to see if it can hear anything at the end of that sort of that. Yeah, roll me perception. That's uh, not good. It's a set. Yeah, you can't hear anything. And I, I might ask the question as we started standing there. Are we getting off track here? Where we are? Oh yeah. <laughs> oh yeah. So we're right on task. To keep. Just saying. Does this cave seem to go under the key? If the turn up ahead takes the direction you think it might, it fucking does. Woo! That's convenient. Uh, <laughs> uh, uh says exactly what you said, but without the dirty, dirty cutter. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. Okay, yeah, you know, you're right, fuck it. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> um, the Ban4 and Marley exception. Oh, that's not going to be good no matter what my modifier is. If I had an 18 modifier, I would still fail. Um, <laughs> that's, oh wait, hold on, that's passive. Um, one, unnatural. Unnatural, oh, so sorry. I'm um, at 22. 22, uh, you can hear up ahead what sounds like uh, humming. Just... Um, so Marley draws a crossbow 
And it took way too long for me to understand. And sort of walks down the tunnel, sort of hugging the wall. Okay. As you approach that turn, you start to see in the distance sort of flickering torchlight. Cool. I keep hugging the wall. I go around the wall, you know, like when you go around the corner and you like. Just like okay. really dramatically, and then, and then just like point the crossbar around and, the corner. Are you trying to do it stealthily? Yeah. Long as down? Sure. That's a plus five. Okay. Yeah, you are stealthy. You don't make a sound as you go around this corner. What are you guys doing? But do I look cool? You never look cool. What are you guys doing? <laughs> <laughs> can, can we see anything? I begin to whisper with this. Something's coming from the weekend here. If you turn the corner like Marley does, you'll see the first torchlight. Okay, well, I turn the corner and see the torchlight. And uh, why are you bringing me into this? Okay, I I creep up and I get as close as I can behind Marley. Um, I'm not going to turn the corner and see the first torchlight. Okay. Marley's now doing that thing where you walk down the hallways and you like go from the side to the side and then you do like a duck and roll and you like stand up on your knees and like go all the way down the hallways. Yeah, totally. So she's a ninja. Yeah. She's not actually, she just decided this is an impeccable way. Roll. Seems to hold no threat to her, so. Roll stealth again with disadvantage because you're being a showboat. <laughs> <laughs> uh, 17 and an 8, so yeah, 13 is my roll. Okay, surprise, you still make no sound even though you're being a right piece of garbage. Is that still quiet behind you? No. Do, do, what are your thoughts watching her? Uh, a general stumble uh, about <laughs> a metre behind her. While she ducks and rolls and flips, we're just sort of walking normally. <laughs> <laughs> and yeah, you might see the source of this flickering light. Um, you, yeah, you can see that um, there is a room up ahead, like a like the cave opens up into a circular room, yeah. and there appear to just be multiple torches. You can't, you're not close enough yet to see what's in the room. I want, I want to cast gas, and I want to try and kind of blow out the torches. Nice. Okay. Uh, describe gas to me. <laughs> what? Just, just spell? Not. not what, I guess the okay. <laughs> uh, I, I create a small blast of air capable of moving one object that is neither held nor carried, weighs no more than five pounds, moves ten feet away. Surely this is just lift or just do it say. What's the range? Uh, it's 30 feet. 30 feet, okay. Uh, yeah, you blow it and uh, you blow this gust out. How do you do it? How do you make a gust? Yeah, spell? exactly like um, Ryu from Street Fighter. Right? <laughs> 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 and you Cool. And yeah, the, the room up ahead gets slightly darker as a few of the torches appear to be extinguished. And you hear the humming stop, and then you hear like scuffling feet coming, like someone coming to attention. Alright, I yell out, ATTACK! And you're behind me, right? So all that hurt is this gust of wind yeah, going past me. Yeah. yeah. And then you hear and then I, uh, I kind of run past you with my great club, charging into where the flickering torches You run in, and it's a large circular room. There were 12 lit torches around uh, the room. Uh, there are now six. And you see there is a table. There is a known woman sitting who, um, uh, she's standing, or she was sitting. She's obviously just got to her feet. There is a book on the table. There is also... Oh, and there is a huge wooden door at the back of the room. Um, the... The um, gnome woman, she has grey skin and a simple brown uh, like um, cloak with a hood. And she puts the hood up as soon as you run into the room and uh, she says, I'm the castle guardian, you cannot enter here. I take a swim, I take a swim with my right 
Roll initiative. <laughs> yep. Uh, I'm the field, so I'm right with you. Eight. Uh, Twelve. Seventeen. Marina, so you all like first. Marley, you're up. Uh, what if I don't necessarily want to attack? Well, you don't have to, you can just use your turn to do something else. Okay. Uh, there we are. <laughs> How are you? How are you? <laughs> um, I go, uh, who, who are you? Quickly! Just, I told you, I'm the castle guardian. You cannot enter here. Go to bed! Bad. Apply a moral, a moral code to the scenario. Now, from my perspective, you're bad. Okay then. Yeah. And that's your turn. Um, bad <laughs> for uh, finding out that from her perspective we're bad. Um, alters nothing about his, his demeanor at all. Um, and uh, outside of a rage, uh, we'll use all of his actions to have three attacks. Okay. Uh, two acts, one sword. Just so you can visualize this as a gnome, she's three feet tall and on the ground. <laughs> so, kind of like, like a child, Ewok, who's. What are they? Jawa. So, it's like a Jawa. 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 Uh, seeing the opportunity for murder, Danpo does so uh, <laughs> with uh, three really just tough hits. Uh, this is 17, a 18, and a 22. <laughs> three successful attacks on this. Yes. Okay, this so that's, woman. that's 3d12 plus 7. Um, oh, no, I'm not actually in a rage, so it's 3d12 no. plus 5. So she's definitely going to survive that day, huh? Um, <laughs> well, that's not good. Um, 10, 13 so far, and, uh... <laughs> <laughs> Just, what's the point? Oh, 26. <laughs> 26 damage? <laughs> and I don't appreciate the lift. <laughs> <laughs> um, okay, yeah, you take three mighty swings, um, that all... So I slash and this no woman to shreds. Unseen child, And she reels back and just dripping with blood uh, yeah. and takes a few ragged breaths. And now it's my um Goose's turn. She's not dead. She is not dead. <laughs> Alright, you the kick go. I'm gonna take I'm gonna take out the great club and sort of charge towards her and try and pummel her into the wall. Okay. That's oh. a, that's that's a, a yeah, you swing your great club and she's just too short and you just swing right over her head. So, uh, the kid who did not get picked up for the T-ball team for a reason comes to the She feels just the wind over her head. And since you're standing right in front of her, uh, she's going to, uh, she raises her hands and you need to roll a, all of you, dexterity save. That's a one minus one for me, it's a natural one. Eight for me, modified. Nine for me. Not good for all of us. It's a minus one for me. Right, let me get Yeah, no. How many D6s do I have? Oh, <laughs> 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 
I just wrote six equals six. <laughs> you don't know. Yeah, it does. It does. That makes sense, folks. All of you take thirty-six fire damage as this huge fireball engulfs the entire room. I'm, I'm dead. <laughs> I'm barely alive. I'm actually dead. What is your max hit points? Okay, twenty-two. You are unconscious at zero. What's fifty-two minus thirty-six? Sixteen. Go there, go. Sixteen. Wow. That was originally quick. Um and now it's Marley's turn. Uh uh Marley's mad. Uh Marley's mad. Oh, I was in a rage. She already had her so she has a thing. Yeah. She just starts saying, So I wanna play with magic, and I'll tell you what I'm called for. If I hit with my crossbow, I'm gonna hit you with a hail of thorns. Are you ready for it for an hour song, hour song? Cause if I hit or I crit, you're gonna be a hedgehog, bitch. She gets uh, first this arrow does all these two bolts. Yeah, just two like, bolts. Dum, dum. Oh yeah, so technically it's actually <laughs> it's twenty-one. Twenty-one. <laughs> two bolts just doof doof, and then this the grain of just otherworldly bolts just and she takes twenty-one, she just and then she uh, falls backward onto the ground, but then she sort of sits back up and like Blink. tries to shake it off. Oh, Jesus. And she mutters something about my, my sacred task. And now, Banful. Uh, Banful cares not for the sacred task. <laughs> <laughs> and seeing a prone opponent, uh, once more does not enter a rage um, and uses all three of his attacks on what is essentially a prone child. Because <laughs> uh, it feels right. Uh, yep, uh, there's a net one in there. So, um, the first one is a hit. Oh, sorry, the first one is most definitely not a hit. Um, we'll, we'll do the two successes first. Mm -hmm. So I have two successes. Yep. Delicious. And then, then you have a failure waiting for it. So it's plus 10 to the total result. Uh, so that's uh, 19, 29 damage. 
Okay, yeah, you, you, I'm going to go ahead and say you cut one of her arms right off. Yeah. <laughs> uh, <laughs> tiny, tiny, uh, but she's not dead yet. She's on her feet and just heavily bleeding, and you can tell she cannot take much more. And now, as a result of your net one, well, no, neither can I. <laughs> one of your own attacks, um, so we'll just make it your final swing. So you can one, two, three, uh, you drop the axe and throw it across the room by accident. Good. I didn't need that at all. <laughs> Delicious. And now I have unarmed strike before damage. Goose. Oh, yeah. You need to roll a deck saving throw. What's the penalty there? Just roll a deck 20. If you get under a 10, you get one fail, and that gets you closer to death. Well, yeah. I've got the hot hand, Greg, so let's go. Next round! <laughs> I, I kind of. I just have to take it. I yell out. Okay, so that was your turn. Um, the known woman is going to um, raise her only remaining hand. <laughs> and I need all of you to again roll a Dexter. Okay. Okay. Uh, seven. Six. Cold damage? I'm also dead. <laughs> <laughs> Marley, you take half that. So 10, 15. 25, you have it to 12. 12. <laughs> Negative 19. Sorry. Feeling good. <laughs> uh, and now it's your turn. When you're ready. What was it? You took 12. Okay. Yeah. Painful should have ranged. Painful should have ranged. I'm sorry I killed everyone. I'm like, you said, Holy shit! Like, I just want to say, I'm the healer. Yeah, you're the healer, and it's your turn. So this is actually the most dire you've ever been in the podcast. Yeah. <laughs> uh, like how? Uh, I miss bloody so bad. Uh, <coughs> because she's looking bad, right? Like real bad. She's only one in this bloody. She's the only one in this room. Yeah. Okay. Uh, fuck. Uh, I'm so smug right now. I'm like, I get to do just a, a standard thing that hits because I don't want to miss okay. with my partner because that would make me sad. Okay. So, thunder wave. Okay. Thunder wave. She has to roll a big save. It's what? Uh, it's a sixteen. It's a, she gets a fifteen. It's a sixteen. So yeah, she fails. Yeah. Roll your thunder wave damage. It's only level two. So what is that? Three D eight. I love the guys. Three D eight. I'm like, he's a nerd. Uh, so that is eight. Only eight. Describe the way your thunder wave kills this gnome mage woman. Oh, yeah. <laughs> 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 
she's picked up and thrown against the wall, and then I don't care if there's no bookcase in the wall, the room there is now, uh, and because <laughs> the bookcase, like, she hits, and it falls on top of her, trapping She gets pinned under a bookcase, and she is well and truly dead. Uh, the room falls silent, your friends are unconscious and in a very bad state. Yeah. You now have open access to a door that you can presume leads into the royal keep of the city of Stonemore. Uh, and we are going to leave it there. Who remembers from last time what we said at the end of an episode? And that's the end of the episode. Great. Everyone, <laughs> it's hard to remember. I know. Uh, everyone, <laughs> on the count of three, I want to make this as cheesy as possible. Let's all say it. One, two, three. And, and that's the end of the episode. Pambit died? Marley killed a hundred wolf pups? There's a telepathic shark duck with an American accent? Okay, sure. Oh, and uh, the squatteth came so close to dying. Could you taste it? I could. It was delicious. Anyway, don't forget to say hi to us on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter at Fadeofison or Fadeofison at gmail.com. We like that. We've got some new reviews this week. Uh, Don Bewley from the US says, Fun adventure. I'm only three episodes in, but I'm loving it so far. And Monty from New Zealand says, Loved the live show so much that I started the podcast, and with the episodes being so short, it's perfect to binge on my daily commute. Would recommend if you're a Kiwi who loves D&D, even if you're a newcomer like me who loves listening to fantasy epics from creative people. Thanks, Don and Monty, for the uh, very encouraging words. And thanks for listening, everyone. See you next time.